on this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show. We'll find out if the Moonlight finale stuck the Moonlight Landing. If the Superman and Lois issue of DC's Earth Prime comic book series is better than Batwoman. If the Superman and Lois episode of the CW Superman and Lois is better than DC Comics' Superman and Lois issue of their Earth Prime series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on a comic book and any cartoons that aren't made for dumb little babies. I'm your host for the evening, Mike Gravagna. With me, as always, is Caitlin. Hi, it's me. I uh, I know about the superheroes and the shows, and it's me, Caitlin. Hi. Now I think she's a liar. Here's somebody <laughs> who's not a liar, Ryan. How long has it been since either one of you were on a podcast or speaking to people? You guys, are both, <laughs> you guys are both acting like, oh, I'm not going to talk to anybody today, so I'm going to sound like this, and just, you sound crazy. You sound like Here's crazy Here's all clowns, of my energy. <laughs> but only in the first burst of words. You guys are insane. And then it, we just calm down? So you're saying keep that high energy the whole time we're talking. That's what I want. Is the, Like, huh, just do that the entire... Huh, huh. Yeah. I can do that. I can do that, Ryan. It's just going to be... It's going to be real good. And I've been watching too much Insane Clown Posse. So, like, um, ICP has just become part of me. And You've been I'm watching a- too much, like, live sh- shows yep. on YouTube? Yep. What's your favorite ICP song, Caitlin? The one about the juice. Not the one about the magnets? The only thing I've ever heard of? <laughs> or I Stab People? Anything I like- about the Dark Carnival? <laughs> I love... So it's a world of death? Yeah. That one's my favorite. I misheard Caitlin at first, and Mike... I would like to turn every mishearing into a project for me and you. I love it. I thought she said "In Sync Clown Posse," and is that "In Sync Songs" in the form of ICP songs or ICP songs in the form of "In Sync Songs"? I think they're split forty-fives, Ryan, where it's the two of them covering each other's songs oh, in their God, own I love style. That. God, <laughs> that's going to be a best and then they go on tour. <laughs> and bye, bye, bye. I'm buying everywhere, and then now do an In Sync. Uh, do a ICP song in the form of Insane. When you ride the tilt to whirl of death, Didn't girl, you know your name is Beth. Didn't think you were going to be able to do that, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to keep things on the rails uh, if you're not a drunk carny and when Cassie's gone. Right. Sort of Cassie's but job. It's Cassie's, that's her whole and fucking now, job. You can't have fun tonight. That sucks. No? Only me and Caitlin can have fun. I've had zero fun yeah. this whole time. And I refuse to have fun more. It's contractually obligated the host cannot have fun, which I understand why Cassie needed to break. <sighs> I need to let everybody know that we will not be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this weekend. Next week, right? Next yes. week we will. Because somebody didn't see it on Thursday night. It's me. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing it the day after we record this. Sorry. But. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs middle. My thumb is up. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, Caitlin 
I, I'm assuming didn't like it based on her text last night, right? Like, did you think it was stupid, Caitlin? I, I yes, I, I thumbs down, but like leaning towards middle is what I would say. I'd give it like, you know, I, teetering, teeter, teetering thumbs down to middle. The the classic Ebert Siskel spectrum. <laughs> uh, with we, I don't want you to sit there and rank all the Marvel movies, Caitlin. But where would you put it? There's there's twenty eight now. After the movie finished, I said that it ranked above Eternals. And Eternals is your lowest? Yeah. Because you've not seen Thor The Dark World? The, so that's where I, I was like, I don't know how long it's been since I've seen Thor The Dark World, but I do know that Eternals really, really got me and I didn't like it. So Guardians of the Galaxy 2? I think I liked that one. Caitlin, what about Evil Dead 2? Have you seen Evil Dead 2? I have not. What about Spider-Man 2 from 2004? I like that one. Okay, well, you should like this. I haven't seen it. I'm <laughs> ready to throw down fists and defend it. <laughs> Ryan, where are you putting it in the in the general rankings? Honestly, man, I'm still uh, so close to it, but uh, I think it's top ten. It might be top five. Uh, it's That's not awesome. a movie, but none of them are. Uh, none of them are. They're I, all fucking theme park rides. So I'm just basing it on my sheer delight of being in the theater. And Mike, there's a thing at the end that I want to talk to you about so bad. And I swear to God, you're going to clap your hands and piss your pants at the exact same time. I will well, say... I'm clapping my hands to catch the piss so it doesn't hit the person in the seat in front of me. <laughs> you're just going to cut the piss so it's just going to hit it like a sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> the people in my theater did lose their shit like multiple times though, Mike. I will let you know that awesome. there was some really exciting moments in this movie. And texting- I, liked, I liked not all of it, but I liked some of it. I'm texting Caitlin right now with a thing that's going to freak Mike out and make him enjoy the movie so much. Yes, yeah, he will. He will indeed enjoy that part. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a fucking. You're amazing. gonna. You're literally gonna lose your shit over a moment, Mike. I'm just gonna loose my bowels. Yeah, <laughs> yes. All over the <laughs> and you know what? Ben, that sucks. I'm so tired great. of this new generation never diarrheing hardcore movie theaters. That's what movie theaters are for. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've never enjoyed something. That's what you get the popcorn Gen-Zers. bucket. You put it underneath your seat and you're just yeah, ready to let it go. You shut down super fast. And also, eating all that popcorn just flushes and scrapes your insides out. <laughs> I cut a hole in the bottom of every popcorn bucket. <laughs> so I can put my butthole in the, in the hole and then diarrhea as hard as I can because something excited <laughs> well, me. That gives the ushers a job, which is why they're there. Yeah, so no, you leave that on the them. floor. <laughs> you leave your diarrhea trash on the floor. Sorry, my good Samaritan. Man, Christ, Cassie Mike, would hate we, this. We, uh, it makes me love it so much. <laughs> Mike, you and I have been lining up uh, interviews all week for future episodes, and I hope this is the thing that they listen to. <laughs> They're like, wow, they talk about diarrhea trash a lot. <laughs> Hello, future guests of this show. We love you. All right. Fuck it. We're going to stop fucking around. Tonight, you guys, we are talking about Earth Prime, issue number two, Superman and Lois. We're going to check in on Beast Boy's pill addiction. We're going to see the fallout of Jono negging Sarah. But first, the season, maybe series, finale of Moon Knight. Moon Knight ends not with a whimper, but a purple soul-filled bang as Giant Amit and Giant Khonshu duke it out above the Cairo skyline. Meanwhile, Stephen and Mark are in perfect harmony, and Layla is the new avatar for Towerette, making her the Scarlet Scarab from comics. The three take on Harrow and his minions before trapping Amit in Harrow's body. Mark then ignores Conchie's orders to kill them, and all seems to be well and away from godly influences. But it is not all as it seems. Taste buds, I ask you this. Contractually, did Moonlight stick the landing? <laughs> Good question, Mike. Honestly, I love how you have to ask it, 
And then you did ask it. Is it I'd weird be to say that, like, I sort of enjoyed this show the whole time, and I thought this episode was good. And yet, uh, <laughs> looking back on it, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I guess, whatever. I don't fucking care. I feel like this episode was so fast paced. We were watching it and there was so much that happened and was resolved too quickly. Uh, and then we pa- we ended up pausing it to see how much longer we had left. And it had only been 10 minutes and like over half of what had happened in that episode happened already. Like big major things like and and then we we're like, wow, we're almost done with this episode. So I feel like it could have been two or three episodes easily and maybe have been done better. We talk so much about how the first two episodes, if you're looking at this like a movie, like if the first two episodes are your first act, it's so slow. Mm -hmm. And then if the last two episodes or maybe just the last episode is your last act, why did you go so slow in the first two episodes? It pacing is all over the place and, and to beat a drum Ryan you've been beating for a while on this show and just in real life is TV is not movies and people need to stop trying to treat them like you can just stretch movies. But, like, uh, were you thinking the whole time, episodes. Mike? Sorry to interrupt, but, like, where's Topher Grace? Could he come in here and, like, <laughs> yes! cut, like, cut this Topher up to could be fix movie? everything. But I don't think he could because, so, not only this finale was the shortest episode of Moon Knight, but it was also the shortest finale, or shortest episode of all the Marvel TV shows. Oh, wow. Mm. Good and research team you have. so rare that I'm like, this TV show needed more episodes. Mm-hmm. But I would have, if you want us to care about Amit, I think we need to see her before she kaijus for a while. I love, I I straight up love that they went all in on cartoon Egyptian gods. I I legit love that. We saw the hippo. We saw country throughout all. We saw Amit and she just looked like a big rubber inflatable pool toy. (laughs) I think that's dope as hell. Uh, But I was never scared of her. And then she just took away from Ethan Hawke, who is amazing. I agree. I think they did not build up ominous enough where I didn't know why she was scary. I didn't feel like there was anything on the line because I wasn't really scared of Amet because we had no idea what she was capable of. And even in this, when she defeats gods, we don't even get to see that or find out how to right. know like why or how she's so she's so powerful. So there's a point in this episode where, and it's so FYC. Like, so for your consideration of Ethan Hawke, where he's like, I am not worthy. I'm not, like, I've been judging people this entire time, and I'm not worthy. I am lesser than. And so I will die, I guess. It's my job to die now. And Ahmed's not even looking at him. We are. Mm -hmm. We get to see him, like, on the verge of tears, realizing that his life has been a waste. She's not looking at him. And that feels like the show of just, like, we don't care, Ethan Hawke. That you're, yeah. you're doing this acting. The you're trying to time. elevate this. Yeah. We have a giant alligator with dreads walking around being like, <laughs> I want this. <laughs> is Or like is the is the generous reading of that is she doesn't care about her most devout supporter. And this is how we should feel about all the gods. That's how I saw it as she did not care about him. She was just like, last time it didn't work when their scales balance. His don't balance. So maybe it'll work for me. Because when like, yeah. Ethan Hawke goes to the top of the pyramid, which was straight up a Luxor commercial. If you grew up <laughs> in the 90s, you remember that. I'm going right now. <laughs> um, uh, he was like doing the spell of all of his purple things because everything with Ethan Hawke is purple, which means he's a creep. He's a fucking gross individual. Wait, and, I like purple. Oh, what? And the alligator <laughs> just had her giant mouth open, just sucking souls in like they were fucking oysters. 
I would. I know, I know Moon Knight has gone all over the place in the comics, but he did start out more street level, and I would love it if Marvel was just fine one time. Fucking can we, fine one, one time. time. Can we do it one time? If the finale was just Layla and Mark Steven versus a bunch of Ethan Hawke and his goons, and, and got like cool choreography. There's a couple of scenes where like uh, Layla and Mark are like, I don't know what to do. This is crazy because like I don't want to get my ass beaten. In the meantime. In the background of the shot, a giant, like, uh, eagle-faced, skulled, like, giant mm-hmm. skull-faced and alligator are beating the shit out of each other in the background. I, I do want that just, pro- you know how some people have, like, you can project the galaxy or different things on their ceiling or colors. I just want that in every room of my house. Oh, my for my backgrounds. first, my first TED Talk. It's just going to be them beating <laughs> the shit out of each other. And you will never reference it. <laughs> I, I thought that part was legit, though. I did. I I was upset with how we got there, but then once the uh-huh. first ten minutes were over and we got through, like, okay, we need this to happen in order for it to keep moving on and for us to do what we want. I did enjoy the last part with like the fights with Stephen and Mark finally becoming one as Moon Knight uh-huh. and switching back and forth. I thought that was so fucking badass. I was like, yeah, it, that it was the, cool as hell. That's oh. the that's the whole point, though, right? Like the whole thing we've been waiting for is not who is the third. Moon Knight, but right. can we watch Mark and Steven together? Right, like that's what we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Even yes. even more than like the two gods fighting in the background. No, I think keeping in the background, they know. They're just like some players. producers said it had to happen, so they did it, and they're just in the background while like, and also like, and we've talked about this forever. Like Arrow and uh, Daredevil had great choreography. Hand to hand stuff is always going to look cooler than CGI stuff. So give us more of that. And I know so much of Mark and Steven, so much of Moon Knight was CGI in himself, but still hit the stuff he was doing and the stuff Layla was doing looked cool while they just beat up normal people. And it was almost smart. It was almost smart of like, we know that the Thanos stuff, the Galactus stuff, the whatever it is, is in the background. Mm -hmm. We know that the character stuff is in the foreground. That's how Marvel works. And it was so close to like being smart about that. But then it just wasn't. It was all dumb. They fumbled it up, except for the fact, except for the time where uh, Mister Knight uh-huh. <laughs> finally ran through a hallway, and it wasn't a hallway; yeah. it was like a dirt road. But like yeah. he ran through, and it was it was fucking dope. It was yeah. Super now dope. he has Billy clubs, and then yeah. I fucking loved. He got knocked down, stood up, and did the little like fix the tux. Yeah, or run back in. He got down, but he got up again. Ain't nothing gonna <laughs> keep him down. Well, his full name is Mister Chumbo Woman. <laughs> uh, how do we so? It's it's it, the more we get into Marvel, the more they're obsessed with. We haven't even seen fucking Nova yet, right? Who I do think is one of their bigger characters, or but, Mephisto, or Mephisto. Uh, but we got the Scarlet Scarab, who I think has been in like three comic books. Uh, I love this actress. She looked badass. She did cool things. Uh, stole this episode. Yes. Yes. If, if all we get from Moon Knight is the Scarlet Scarab, which uh, mm-hmm. terrible comic book name, but. So awesome. Like, that whole, like, my weapon is a shield thing that she does. Is my wings. She was, she was mm-hmm. amazing. Her wings are a, a knife are a shield. Yes. It was cool as hell. She rocks. We knew that from Rami. And also her, it, it feels like she watched Oscar Isaac throughout the whole series. And was like, oh, you're going to be cute. Go back and forth between Stephen and Mark torn on me humans. Fuck you. I will kill you. I will Jim Carrey all over this bitch right now. Her, when she was flashing between Hippo God and Layla, uh-huh. was delightful. The 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 differences between Talouette's like super happy and then, you know, mm. Layla's grounded. It's so, oh, I loved it. 
She she was legit horrified that a different entity was taking over and talking through her body, and she showed all of that. Which is, mm-hmm. you should be though. You should be horrified yes. if a complete different entity takes over your body. Yes, you should be. Yes, do not I give agree. your body up like that. <laughs> Supreme Court. <laughs> Let's jump to the post credits scene uh, in a show that everybody involved has said this is probably it. Either they're lying that we won't get more Moon Knight show. Uh, but then we are revealed the the rattling sarcophagus, the blackouts. Anytime where we're like, oh, now we'll see cool fights. No, it's just them waking up asking each other if they're the ones who did it. Uh, Kanchu cannot kill Haro. Were you guys confused? Did you think we might be in another dream psychiatrist uh, therapist office? I, I will uh, admit that I have no fucking clue what's going on. Yes. I also, nope. because... I don't think they really cleared that up. I had two like qualms with it. One was like, I really don't know what's going on still. And I don't know if that's what they want or if I just am too dumb, but I'm glad to hear that other people have no idea what's going on either. I, I mean, it was like Harrow was in a wheelchair and he was like, Oh, I should go in there. But like, Oh, I guess we're going this way. But before that, Harrow was the doctor with like weird sandal doctor shoes that we, had blood on that's them. That's never been explained, which is, is that the end of the uh, Joker? Where, like, yeah. they have bloody shoes, but we don't know what's up. Yeah. So it they all, just watched the Joker and went, let's Todd Phillips this. It all feels fake. Uh, yeah, I still don't know. But Harrow, post-credits Harrow, because uh, he's not well-coiffed, is in a real... Him and Amit are one, are in a real psychiatric ward. Uh, unknown figure kills a bunch of people, takes him out, and then Conchu looking quite dapper into the back of a limo. And we meet, finally, the third personality, Jake Lockley. Uh, who speaks Spanish and is terrifying. He he was looked scarier, but I don't know if he is. So many times we've woken up More throughout capable. the series, and yeah, like Mark is pretty badass, and uh, to be just like a, I'm a cabbie, I guess in Spanish uh, <laughs> did not give me the vibe of a guy who could mutilate and murderize I, all these people. I I, I got it. Saw la biblioteca. <laughs> it's right across yeah, the street. It's you right the there. Dude, look at it. <laughs> I thought I thought they did good. I mean, cab drivers. His uh, he had a personalized custom. <laughs> he had a personalized license plate. It was actually a limo. It's not even a cab. What did it say? What did the? It was like striker or something Spectre. like that. Specter. Specter. Oh, that's Mark's last name. Yes. And I wonder. It's interesting because there's people who like love Moon Knight, but so the original Jake Lockley, Mark Specter, Stephen English Grant. boy, Stephen Grant. Grant. Uh, the personalities here. Stephen Grant is a billionaire who funds their operations. Mark Spector is the vigilante mercenary, and uh, Jake Lockley is a cab driver who's tied to the underworld. I wonder if anybody's like, this isn't the Moon Knight I loved from the 70s. Mike, I've been reading Marvel Comics my entire life, and uh, I equate Moon Knight to uh, a DC Comics reader as Hawkeye. Or no, uh, Hawkman. I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't fucking know. Just like, get that guy out of here. <laughs> it changes I, I all of the time. Care. Like, I can't keep up. They're both tied to Egypt, sort of. Sometimes it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, we've experienced it. There's been highs, there's been lows. Where would you guys put this in the Marvel TV show oeuvre? Let's do it, guys. We have six. We mm-hmm. have six. So let's start with number six. I'm going to go first. Yes. You guys see if you disagree. I'm saying Falcon and Winter Soldier is sixth. Not what if? Not what if. No, not what if. Dude, what if sucked? What's your sixth? What What if? if? Caitlin? 
Uh, what if, probably. Wow, okay. So I guess what if is last. What if is important. I, uh, what yeah, if, but it doesn't mean it was good. Yeah, Caitlin what if this is important. going to be really, going to try really hard to not talk about Doctor Strange in but the Multiverse of Madness. Connectivity does not good show make. I loved what if. I thought what yeah, if was Yeah, you were wrong so then, you're wrong now. I like the last two episodes of what if. All right, so <laughs> then can can we give me number five? Falcon and Winter Soldier is number five. That's probably true. Yeah. All right. Even though I love Anthony Mackie. Same. My number four is Moon Knight. Ooh. I, yeah. I didn't like it. I thought it was I stupid. don't think that's... I liked a lot of it. Dude, we're going after a mummy. I fucking love that shit. Uh, but yeah, it, it felt like it, it was pulled in too many directions and never really made a choice. And yeah, I think that's an accurate place. Well, your options are Moon Knight or Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye ruled. I think I liked Moon Knight better than Hawkeye. I actually know I liked Moon Knight better than Hawkeye. So I would put Hawkeye in my, what is it, fourth position? Yeah, but Mike, Moon Knight? Yeah. Okay. So we're going Moon Knight 4, Hawkeye 3. And then there's Mm -hmm. two. And then there was two. Loki and... WandaVision. WandaVision. I'm I'm going Loki 2. Yes. Caitlin? I agree with that. All right. So WandaVision, Loki... Uh, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, What If, no, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then What If. Yes. You guys yeah. are morons. <laughs> you are. That's, that is the, uh, pot filter official, official pot order. Filter ratings. Let us know if you disagree. And Ryan, uh, earlier you were saying you have, you're creating a website that's all about people disagreeing? What was that? Yes. Uh, it's a thing where um, if you are stupid and your IQ is low and you disagree with my rankings, then you log on here and you can talk to other people who are like you. What is this called? Stupystupiqpooprating.com. Uh, are you married to that web address? <laughs> no, I love it. Okay. Well, Honestly, Mike, right now, sit down to a computer. Sit down to a keyboard. What do kay. you type? Immediately, you type stupy stupy <laughs> low IQ poopy poopy dot com. com. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to follow the fingers. That's true. I'm always like, I meant to hit Google. Yeah. <laughs> why did I write stupy stupy low IQ poopy poopy? No, you write that, and that's why I bought the uh, website. Now, I think this is such a script says good idea that I want it to succeed, uh, but you cannot do it alone. Ryan, have you heard of my friend cypersprout.net? You know what? I have not. <laughs> Dude, this is a listening format. Uh, they, they again, I want you to succeed. They, I, you're the idea man. You're the man with the business plan. Hey, Mike, I'm the experts. person who came up with stupid, stupid, low IQ poop format dot com. Yes, and they, but they're well versed in digital strategy. They have elegant design. They combine those two masterfully. Uh, they're going to work hand in hand with you. To provide you the tools and training to manage and tweak your business's website, they're going to make it a breeze. They have the easy-to-edit fields, custom templates, drag-and-drop tools. Uh, you will have everything you need at your fingertips to keep stupy, stupy, low-IQ, poopyformat.com current. And isn't that what we all want? So, uh, Ryan and anybody you, else wait, out there who... Can you even imagine <laughs> if stupy, stupy, low-IQ, poopyformat.com was not at the current format that it should be? You can't even Trash. imagine I'd that. I'd be furious. I would throw my computer across the room. 
Uh, that's why you need to visit cybersprout.net to get started. They are your partner for the Stoopy Stoopy Low IQ Poopy Format Digital World. And when we come back, we're headed straight to the bullpen. We recently got some bad news as did the rest of the world. We talked about it last week's intro to the show that uh, Batwoman and DC's Legends of Tomorrow are canceled. Uh, but we've dusted ourselves off. We've picked ourselves up. We're listening to Aaliyah's song. We're trying again. It is time for Hot Stove League. Ryan, can you please explain to the lovely listeners what this means? Well, Hot Stove is uh, like a baseball term. Where uh, and I do not know where it comes from, but uh, it means like uh, players are moving from one team to another. I think. Yeah, like a, if a stove's too hot, you move it to a different stove. Yeah, <laughs> a lesser hot stove. Okay. I I like to keep a cold stove just in case something's too hot. I move it to my cold stove. I like to go to Cold Stone Creamery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one of your favorite things. I like I like when they sing the songs. Do, do they you, still do that? Do you like it? I, I feel like they, they have to keep doing that. I gotta have it. <laughs> All right, so tonight we are hot stoving. We're taking three people, and I assume we'll do this throughout the rest of our lives. We're taking three people from Legends of Tomorrow and moving them onto other shows. Yes? Yes. Yes. Starting off, Caitlin, with you, Adam Checkman. Adam Checkman, which he is also the actor from, um, oh God, Lucifer, right? He is. He does not play Lucifer. Well, <laughs> he looks like he does. <laughs> he looks what? like he looks. No, sorry. You think, Adam, you think Gary? This is Gary, right? Adam yes, Checkman is Gary. Is Gary. You think as Gary... a hardcore Legends of Tomorrow watcher, I definitely know who Gary is. But I totally thought like Tom Ellis, who's one of the most t- handsome men who's ever. Lived. I totally think they look alike. Well, Adam is also in real life. Adam is a smoke show, and I hate. He, after he, I saw real pictures of him, I hate what they did to him on Legends. Ah, that's maybe I only know what Google's showing me. Google's showing me a hot man. So <laughs> because he is a hot man, I do think he belongs in the hot maniverse, which is Superman and Lois. I think he would be really great as uh, some sort of Kryptonian or someone from Smallville. Because like you know, they're all small town people, but they're all hot. Like Lana's hot, what? Superman's S- hot. Like Lana is hot. Like, I feel like he'd do great in Smallville. Plus, he looks good in plaid. Does Superman and Lois and most small town shows teach us the wrong lesson that people from towns of population 500 are the most fucking attractive people in the world? Yes. I, most people from small towns have one tooth per family. <laughs> and they, and like, like the Norns, they just fucking pass yeah, the tooth they off pass to the each tooth other. Around. Oh, it's my turn to open a beer can. It's <laughs> probably why they lost so many fucking teeth. All right, Ryan, where are you sending Gary? I, Mike, I think, is this the guy, and I'm not going to be as confused as Caitlin thinking that this is Tom <laughs> Ellis. That's insane. But <laughs> is this crazy. the guy from the new Universal Studios commercial that's on Hulu all the time? Does he have a clipboard going, like hanging out with the minions watching Jurassic Park dinosaurs? I haven't seen that one, even though I watch Hulu religiously, but I would believe it. I am going, I'm, I, I want to like stretch Gary's range and I'm going to move him over to season three, season four of Doom Patrol as the new villain. And Ooh. I want him to be like, oh, Doom Patrol, you guys are nerds. I'm a nerd. And then be the bad guy. So he starts off very Gary. Very Gary. And then it's scary Gary. <laughs> and then scary Gary. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And man. his name is Larry Gary. 
Sorry, I got. I just cut down. Oh, he's smoldering in plaid. I see the exact yeah. picture Caitlin was yeah. looking at. Yeah, I was like Smallville. Yes, yes. I, I mean don't, Superman and Lois. <laughs> I don't think he looks like Tom Ellis. Okay. <laughs> I would leave my wife for not Gary, but for Adam. All right, moving along to we're going to save our actual favorite for last. We're going to move to the longest running person in the Arrowverse, I think currently, Katie Lots. Ryan, where is Captain Sarah Lance headed? I think that Katie Lots is a really funny actress. And I think that she has charm and wit wherever she goes. So, aside from being Sarah Lance in all of the other CW shows, I want to see her as the new love interest of Harry from Resident Alien. Yes! And I want to see how she deals with all of his... Ups, uh, all of his weirdness and i know mike it's weird to watch a guy be nervous around girls right like that's not how we live our i've life. heard rumor i know but that, like, that exists but it's just, I that's I not our thing it. uh but have her be like okay this is how you act i'm gonna deal with it and also be funny that's how katie lots do ryan do you remember this is mostly to brag this has nothing to do with what you said do you remember <laughs> when we saw uh Arrowverse panel and it was it was grant gustin Stephen amell katie lots uh, who else was on there? At the EW week, Melissa Benoist. Weekend. Melissa Benoist. Uh, and all of those were the stars of their shows and, and huge. And Katie Lotz, I, arguably in the, the world of the producers low, I think she owned that panel. My God. She's one of the most charismatic actors to ever exist. I have such a huge Benoist crush. I have a yeah. huge Gustin crush. And she came on. And I'm and a Mel man. And owned the stage. Yes. She owned it. Caitlin. Where are you sending Katie Lots? Katie Lots. So Ryan, you fucking nailed it. That was that was good. But <laughs> but uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say that's what I was gonna say. No, nope. no, nope. fighting you. I'm I'm gonna fight you. Um, and I think Katie Lots should go over to Loki, and she should be uh, one of the time patrol people, like Owen Wilson, and like just have you know how Owen Wilson has the the speedboat, and he's just like conflicted jet his jet ski. I'm sorry, his jet ski. Get it right. Katie Lotz has to have something like that because I feel like you're right. She does have that quirkiness where it could be like, this is my personality like this. Maybe Same hers way. is a speedboat. Maybe it's danger boat. Oh, have you <laughs> also you, Alan you've only heard of jet skis? <laughs> How about a speedboat? I can see Katie Lotz in that. <laughs> I think she's super into hoverboards, not Marty McFly's, the dumb little rolly thing. Oh, the one what wheels? About, what about the, uh, what if she's a used salesman of uh, that one kind of like uh water thing that you go on called a katie and she's like welcome to katie lots katie lots where we sell no that's no no i'm shaking my head because it's too perfect (laughs) i wish we gave points away on the superhero show show because you'd have gotten them all i'm sorry that my head shaking cut you off because that was not what it meant it was oh no it was perfect because i was out of material (laughs) i'm witnessing genius in front of me this is the first time weird out picked up an accordion that's most out of the audience felt it was too beautiful finally I think the person we will all miss the most equally, Tala Ash. She played Zari 1.0. She played Zari 2.0. She played our hearts like a fucking harpsichord. Caitlin, where is she going? So uh, I know I said Superman and Lois is where the hot people go, but I think there's a, one true place where all the hot people go, and that's Riverdale. Uh, all of our hot teens, and which are no longer so, teens anymore. 
This thirty, this gorgeous thirty-five-year-old is now playing. Hey, everyone on Riverdale is thirty-five. Years yeah, old. everyone. I is- know, <laughs> but they've always played teenagers. But you're, this person, who, so like, I think she could be a witch with Cheryl. So she, her, and Cheryl would bounce off of each other, and she would somehow fit into her whole witching aspect. I just got a new Pornhub search, Ryan. <laughs> what do you think? So I can't move Katie Lotz's Black Canary to a Arrowverse show, right? Like that. That that would be cheating. Yes. But I can move but. Tala Ash to Stargirl as Black Canary. And Whoa. That, she's now playing Dinah Lance? She's now playing Dinah Lance. And uh, this is not just for me and Mike to get aroused. I think that this is actually good for storytelling. Yeah, I, I think she would, she would get the vibe of Stargirl very well. She, uh, no, I mean, like she cracks jokes just like them. And then also fishnet stockings. And also fishnet stockings. Uh Dinah Lance, I think, is underused. We we never we we met Laurel Lance. We met Dinah Drake uh, in their reverse. Uh, Juicy Smollett played not Juicy. His sister, what's her name? Journey. Journey Smollett played Dinah Lance. Like I think Black Canary is one of in the comics one of DC's best characters and just is never well used. And I think Tala Ash as. Dinah Lance in Stargirl would be fucking amazing. Well, that's this hot stove. Do we want to tease what other show we might? Will we do more Legends next? Will we do Batgirl? What do you guys think? No, it's all, we're doing Legends from here on out. It's it's just Legends yeah, from here on out. That's the Suck tease. it, Batwoman. <laughs> it's all Legends all the time here at the Superhero Show Show because they, of course, are the best superhero show to ever have existed based on our rankings. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. The pull list. Now is time for the pull list where we cover every other show that came out this week, starting with Young Justice. On this week's episode of Young Justice, Zatanna is trying to find Connor using Dr. Fate's helmet. Meanwhile, the new Genesis story ends in a giant battle with Tomar Ray, a.k.a. Green Chicken, dying. And his ring coming off his finger. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do you know what happens when a Green Lantern dies? There's a new Green Lantern born every day, Ryan. <laughs> okay. You seem like a jaded fucking asshole about it. But, uh, yeah, there's a new Green Lantern. And would you believe who it is? Guys, take a guess at to who it is. Jessica Cruz. No. Oh. Caitlin, who guess. on Young Justice deserves this ring? Uh, that guy. Is it Connor? Is it the baby? Is it the kid? Is it Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds? It's fucking Forager. Mike. No. Uh, <laughs> the Bugman? No, really? Bugman. Uh, he says, what is the what is the Green Lantern phrase? Uh, in brightest day and darkest night, let my Green Lantern shine tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might find another Green Lantern tonight. Sorry. Uh, Forager. Now, now here's the thing. Forager. When Forager says it, he says, "In brightest day and blackest night, let Forager," because he doesn't like his pronouns are the same as his name, Forager. Right. So I don't think he actually says the actual the code, the thing that you're supposed to say. But he's our next Sinestro. I don't trust Forager. Then Forager is now the Green Knight. I cannot believe. That this I, in, bug in a, creature has had so much screen time yes, in a show in, in that a had this, this big of an ensemble. It's a massive ensemble with characters that, like, maybe not our moms, but our cousins certainly would recognize. 
And fucking Forger is one of the main characters. It's crazy. I love how deep in the paint this show gets. I love Forager. Well, I don't love Forager. I hate every second he's on. But I love the <laughs> show's dedication to Forager, for sure. Like, that that's a show putting its balls out there. <laughs> um, I also love Metron, who was yeah. a bad, go- bad guy, but, like, not so much bad anymore. Bad boy. But he sort of He's is- the one who looks like Peacemaker, right? Uh, no. He has, like, the silver helmet? That's Orion. Oh, that's Orion. Metron just like this leader who's like, uh, people will come up to him and be like, hey, I, I think that we should save these people. And then he was like, yes. And then somebody else would be like, but I think we should save them. And he was like, I said yes. What do you want <laughs> from me? And I just, I appreciate that attitude. I don't know. Man, that is Ryan all over the place. <laughs> what, you want me to agree harder? He's not Orion. He's just Ryan. <laughs> He's just Ryan. Uh, o, comma, Ryan. Do you have a moment of the week? I do have a moment of the week. Uh, Forager is getting the shit kicked out of him. And then says, Good. Oh, wait. I trained, I'm sorry. Forager trained with Nightwing and then wins the fight. And I just, Ugh. I, I want to see those clips, that montage of <laughs> Forager training with that sweet butted Nightwing. Oh, uh, just ass. to get that hot ass. Just that, that hot animated that ass. ass. <laughs> Forager's cake. ass? Fine. Nightwing's ass? That's where it is. Mm. Young Justice is on Thursdays on HBO Max. Next up is Naomi. On this week's episode of Naomi, Naomi and Annabelle are looking forward to a perfect prom night with Nathan, Jacob, and their entire junior class. But things things rarely go as planned for a teenage superhero. Taste Buds, I ask you this. What's your best prom story? And if you don't have one, make one up, Caitlin. Prom story? Uh, Let's see. Did you go, first of all? I did. I went twice. Um, and best prom story, I saw a cool concert and then I got on stage and I high five the person doing the concert. It was Wiz Khalifa and we became best friends after that. And I have a phone number. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's going to be better than Mike's. Mike, what's your prom No, I can beat that. Uh, Uh, oh, you became best friends with Wiz Khalifa. Let's do that. I text him all the time. We're like best friends. Uh, I ghost him, so how about that? Uh, no, I, I was invited to prom. I didn't know if it was going to go, and I was invited. I I did crush on this girl for so long, and then she invited me to prom, and I didn't even know she knew I existed. And then I got there, and I was nominated king, and I was like, holy shit, this, this is amazing. This hasn't been just a trash life or a trash person. And then they poured fucking buckets of blood all over me. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized I could move things with my mind and murdered them all. Uh, wow. The Wiz Khalifa story was way more believable. Uh, my actual <laughs> my actual prom story uh, is that uh, I got there and my best friend at the time, not now, because you two are my Damn two straight. best friends, but at the time, uh, his older brother was the security guard and had to feel me up. And then we made eye contact as he jiggled my nuts trying to <laughs> figure out if I was bringing in like a flask or a knife. And we stared at each other for, I'm going to say, like conservative estimate. 34 minutes. Wow. What are your nuts shaped like? <laughs> They're shaped like a flask and a knife. <laughs> your right is a flask, your left is a knife. <laughs> and uh, Naomi is on Tuesdays on the CW. <laughs> Next up is Riverdale. Uh, so, all right. So, things are going bad in Riverdale. Um, and uh, Alice Cooper, not the band, the mom. Is Welcome like, to my nightmare. Nope. I think yep. bad things Let's are happening. Uh, our kids are going to take over Pierce Pratchett, or whatever his name is, so uh, I don't know what to do about that. Percival goes, Pickens. Percival Pickens, thank you. 
And then she goes on the news and says, there's a fog tonight. That'll stop the kids, but then a fog comes. I don't know, man. Wait, she can call fog with her voice? Taste buds, I ask you this. What the fuck? <laughs> Remember when this was our favorite show to watch and talk about? It was still good. It's All just not years good. Ago. Percival Pickens. He's scary. I don't like him. But also, Alice Cooper is just too wild for me. She makes it as unbelievable as the show is. She makes it more unbelievable for me. For for She's how many bad roller coasters <laughs> up and down Alice Cooper has been on, and what a nutcase Betty is now, it's the most unbelievable thing about Riverdale is that Betty hasn't garroted, garroted, strangled Alice Cooper with a piano wire. Yes. But do you remember that time I told you that Sandy Cohen was the most influential parent on me as far as I having do. a kid? And you I'm cried cha- and I loved it. I'm changing that. It's Alice Cooper. It's Alice- yeah. <laughs> parent. She's it for me. Oh, good. Ryan, do you have a moment of the week? Yeah. Um, so Tony and Fang are mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out how to keep their kid away from Kevin Keller. And uh, What's wrong with Kevin? Well, Kevin says maybe if you grow up with the serpents, that's not the healthiest lifestyle. And uh, so Tony and Fang sit down and they have a conversation about it. And uh, Tony's like, you know what? Let's not bring up the serpents. And Fang's like, you know what? I want to tell him we're going to raise him exactly like a serpent. Old school. Ready to defend yourself. Fucking beat other people up if anything ever happened. Uh, and then Tony says, all of the serpents are dead. And then Fang says, yeah. And that's that's my <laughs> moment of the week. That's how you raise a child. The way you should be. Dead. Woo. The only good kid is a dead kid. <laughs> Riverdale is on Sundays on the CW. Next up is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Lucinda and West test the limits of their patience when Daniel's worsening mental state ends up endangering them all. Meanwhile, Daniel feeds Arno to the zombies and Lucinda appeals to the remaining people in Arno's group. Taste buds, I ask you this. How sad are you that Arno is dead? I cannot believe Arno is dead. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I cannot right? believe that Arno is a name without just yeah. adding an LD to make it a real name. Yeah, Arno. Like, like, do you know anyone named Arno? Like, have no. you met an Arno? I've never met an Arno, and that just lets me know I have a small worldview. Oh. Do you guys remember the time where you figured out that uh, Topher Grace was actually Christopher Grace, and instead of going by Chris Grace, he went by the other half of his name? Yes. That's what to- Arno is doing. Topher- instead of going by Naldo? <laughs> He's our now. I is Topher Grace. Is he the one that was um, uh, Venom? Yes, he was Venom. Cool. He's who Eminem was rapping about. Cool, good, <laughs> cool, good. That's a cool, cool good. and good. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead is on Sundays on AMC. Next up is uh, the Flash. Uh, this week's episode of the Flash. Team Flash is on. Un- I want you guys to pay very close attention to Will the do. intro that I'm about to do. Team Flash is under attack, and each must fight to save not only themselves, but each other. Mm. Taste buds, I ask you this. Have even the people that write the blurbs for Flash given up? Like, yes. like is, are we just <laughs> done here? Can we all just move on with this? I I think the blurbers realized we don't watch the show. We just use their blurb, and they're like, we're not fucking helping them anymore. We're not going <laughs> to give them a coattail single riders. detail. <laughs> They're helping themselves and each other. I guess Team Flash are communists. Fuck Team Flash. Team Flash is on Wednesdays on the CW. Next up is Superman and Lois. 
On this week's episode of Superman and Lois, Bizarro John L. kidnaps Lana to try and take out Superman. Meanwhile, the Kent family struggles with keeping the secret of Superman and wondered if it's wonder if it's time to tell the world. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do you think the secret of Superman is doing more harm than help for the Kent family? Uh, I would have preferred if they had made that slowly bubbling to the surface instead of in the last two episodes. It, it's been so... Like in the background, like, oh, maybe we should tell everyone that we are a super family kind of thing. I don't think it's everyone. There needs to be a middle point. Yeah. Tell, you know what? Maybe tell your oldest best friend. Yeah. And let your son tell his girlfriend that they're superpowers and you're not just a piece of shit human being. You're a superhero who has more important shit to handle every once in a while. Uh, this did some, uh, an amazing moment is uh, Lana is get kidnapped and... Clark and they're like well maybe if you told her uh she wouldn't have been kidnapped and Lois is like that's not the time to talk about Clark's secret and Jonathan's like but the whole reason she's in danger is that he she had a secret and it's like every superhero show we've ever covered has this but this dealt with it the most directly and I loved that the teenagers are right the kids are all right in this one I think the kids were uh, like very right in this episode because there's even a moment where Jordan is ha- Jordan and Sarah broke up and Jordan mm. is writing a letter because his mom suggested he write a letter which I thought was really great and like teaching him something but then she goes behind his back to try to talk to his ex-girlfriend and be like he's okay he's an okay dude well see here's why I'm team Lois and just because I always will be she didn't go out of her way to talk to Sarah they just were in the same place and Sarah said hey still what's going on with Jordan I didn't watch this episode but still shut the fuck up though right like, Lois should not talk then. Have you I, guys never had kids or been kids? Are have never been. We'll never be a kid. I Okay, so I think Lois crossed the line because it didn't. At first, I thought she was going to the mayor's office to just see Lana. But then when Sarah was there, it seemed like she was just there for Jordan. And then when she talked to Jordan, she was like, no, I went there for you. So it's like, if you went there just to cover like Jordan and try to be a super mom, like, it's not helping. But- he, that was dumb she learn. lied to her kid because yeah. she went because Clark blew Lana off. Yeah. And Lana's like, hey, I haven't seen you in a month. Where have you been? Also, I'm mayor now. And Clark's like, uh, gotta go, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, if that is what she told Jordan, I feel like that would be fine. Yes, I understand why Jordan is mad at her. Yeah. Because she, based she's, on what she told him. She, a reporter, is bad at communicating to her children. <laughs> well, that's, that's I, I love the show. I love them. I love them as parents, the uh, Clark and Lois. But. She should be better at dealing with uh, communicating because she's a reporter. And super Clark has been Superman for 20 years in the timeline of this show. And for him to not have locked and loaded excuses when he runs into Lana is absurd, my friend. Absurd. He, yeah, his stumble was enough. But I feel like Lana should also be used to it, knowing Clark for so well, long as well. And she did. She, yeah. She, that's what her and Sarah Bonnet, she's like, yeah, I've, you know, Clark's one of the people of the most, but he's always, he's not there. Yeah. Like... Did you think when when at the end of the episode, uh, when he stops her in the middle of the road because the fucking Kent family cannot do anything undramatically, he's just standing in the middle of the road so she hits him or stops her car, and he's like, I've been wanting to tell you something for a long time. Any other show that wasn't about Superman, did you think he was going to confess? Like, not We knew what was happening, right? Dramatic irony. But shouldn't she have reacted like, oh my God, my nerdy best friend since high school is going to tell me how much she's in love with me. Even though yes, families. I feel because right before that, when Lana was saying like, 
thank you to Superman. She's like, you want to come inside Superman? Like oh, she totally had, Lana wants to fuck she Superman. wanted to fuck the shit out of Superman. And then it's like, then he was like, oh shit, my best friend kind of likes the other me. So maybe I should tell her. It's like, is that what triggered him? Like, I understand it was like also her safety in the beginning, but it's like, it seems like the order. It's like, yes. my friend thinks I'm hot. I should tell her that she knows like it's me. I'm I'm also him. And then we fuck. Yeah, and then and then we fuck. <laughs> we super fuck. <laughs> but so Smallville was all about how Lex and Clark are exact opposites. Is the show about how Clark and Keith, what's his name? The electric guitar playing barbecuer? Kyle. Kyle, Kyle are exact opposites about how yes. she ran from Clark into Kyle's arms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Kyle, thankfully, was not in this episode at all. He was mentioned, but he was not in this episode because Sarah uh, gets a car from his mom and her mom and dad. I fucking oh, another just amazing moment where she meets fucking Goth John, and she's like, "What do you think of the car?" And he's like, "I'm more into Lambos." And she's like, "All right, fuck you then, bro." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we I I love the whole brother and everything with John John L in this episode, like his um him interacting with the clarks or the kents i'm it's a little uh anakin i kill mace windu now will kill a bunch of babies for me where we've only met john l for a couple episodes but he did kind of get coerced into killing somebody last episode and now he's like i'll murder fucking anybody and everybody and i love it now i'm like come on bro you could feel a little conflicted yeah, we. I don't see any of that in him, and I. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for him to be like, yeah, because it's like my mom, my brother, or anything. But no, it was like straight. Like I am ready to murder this family because it's not mine, and he makes that clear. And I hate mine, so I hate them more. Exactly. What does Bizarro mean anymore? <laughs> uh, Caitlin. Yes. No. What were you gonna say? Oh no! I, I, I just really loved their whole interaction. Do you have a moment of the week? I do. My moment of the week is going to be the brother versus brother fight. Um, it's mm-hmm. John L versus Jordan. And he's like, oh, the weak one gets powers here. And then uh, they're fighting. John L seems like he's going to be winning. And then all of a sudden, Jordan smirks and like fucking punches the shit out of John L like into outer space. And then she- power jumps up to be like, pew, 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 pew. To get him to the sky, he grabs his head and knees his face yes. into the sky. Yes. And that's how they get into the sky. It so was fucking awesome. Cool. And then they're both in the sky. And I don't know if Jordan doesn't know how to fly yet. or, or yeah, like I think that's the first time he's flied. And that's he, why he like he flew, gets dizzy and blacks out. He flew very little one time. But like he never yes. flown up that high. So he's like, ah. And dad has to come save him from falling. Yeah. But I'm sure if he would have fallen, he would have been fine. But... I was like, oh, no, he's falling. It was fun. I love that part. Uh, I have two moments of the week. Uh, Clark prepared a big speech to his family why he needs to tell Lana. And before he can get a full sentence out, they all scream at him that he needs to just fucking finally tell Lana who he is. <laughs> and you could see it. he did so. Tyler Hawkland did such a good job at selling that like, oh, I'm upset. I prepared that speech, but I'm proud of my family because they were right. I love the, the Clarkness of him. Like mm-hmm. in this whole episode, like even when he goes to tell Lana, he's like fully Clark and fully like, yes. like Clark, even though he is Superman telling her she's Superman. Yeah, I love that. He's so good. He's great. If you guys go Tyler, online, actually. like uh, a lot of people think that Henry Cavill has the look, you know, like that's who looks like uh, that's how Superman should look. But everybody thinks that Tyler Hoechlin is that's the Clark. Yes. He's a great need, Clark. You know, 
He's he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, my other one is uh, Jordan is not listening to anybody, and he's like, I just need to talk to Sarah. And at first, it's like, well, your dad's been missing for a month. <laughs> well, an evil version of your brother's trying to kill us. Now's not the time to deal with the bullshit. And he finally is like, he has this letter, and he runs into Sarah. And he's like, here, I wrote you this letter. And she goes, my mom is missing. I don't want your letter. And walks away. And I just stood up and fucking clapped in my living room. <laughs> I'm so, Sarah, I love Sarah. She's great. Yeah, she rules. Uh, that is all the shows that came out this week. Superman Lois is on Tuesdays on the CW. Uh, my, take a, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, but is it going to ruin the show if I get off the Riverdale train and start watching Superman and Lois? No, please Join get us. on the good show. Yeah, this, it, Join us. It sucks. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we come back. It's time to talk about comic books. The Earth Prime series continues with Superman and Lois. And it looks like they listened to our feedback from last week. This issue includes a story about Lois and Clark's first anniversary, which is really a series of vignettes, plus the origin of Kal-El from John Henry's world. Tasty Buds ask you this. Are these the exact kind of stories comic book spinoffs of shows should focus on, or are you expecting something bigger? I thought we'd get something bigger. I think my favorite of all these stories was definitely the Lois and and Clark, their anniversary. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the strongest of all the, the vignettes. Everything else was like, okay, I didn't really, I don't know if I needed this. This is kind of like what we've seen a bunch of times, but I, I love the the... The anniversary is always four days after their actual anniversary. That whole storyline. Very cute. I don't know a better way to describe not just this comic, but most of the comics I read in that. Uh, I don't know if we needed this. Like, that is <laughs> the perfect sentence. Um, I, I do like Superman comic books. And I do like stories like this where it's more like, what the fuck is it like to be Superman? You know, like, mm-hmm. what is it like to be married to Lois? What is it like to be... Um, you know, to like have a kid and parents and blah blah blah. These just felt like stories that I have read a million. I've mm-hmm. read the Lois and Clark date night story one thousand times in my life. What I liked about it is that I do think this is to pull in fans of the show who aren't necessarily fans of comics, so maybe they haven't read it a thousand times. Is Lois and Clark both bail on each other? Yes, her being. A Pulitzer-winning reporter is finally taken as seriously as it should be. I've never seen Lois be late. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've only seen Superman be late to every date, and it was like this was equal. Like Superman, yeah. Lois, Superman, four Lois. times. Yeah, uh, I, I <laughs> love that they both looked smoking hot in their shower. Each time one of them would oh. be fine and one of them was showering, they always looked hot and you almost got a glimpse of ass crack, but never there always the word bubbles were perfectly placed where the butt crack would be and I, <laughs> I appreciate the page to see if I could like see behind the word bubble. <laughs> if we can have like Instagram filters, can we have uh shower curtain filters where like I'm in the shower but it looks like a super hot guy is in the shower? Yeah. That's gonna do wonders for my marriage. <laughs> uh I also what what I liked about it is thinking the show doesn't have enough time, and we talked about this a bit with Batwoman. The show doesn't have enough time to do Luke's dates. It doesn't have time to them to how I met your mother. Of hey Jordan and Jonathan, here's the story of our first anniversary and why we celebrate four days late. But also in between, it showed the show doesn't have budget to show all the stuff we're about to show, which yeah. is fighting fucking nuclear man, fighting giant robots, uh, fighting intergang. At one point, Mike the Sentry. From Marvel? Th- that was Nuclear Man. Uh, I had to do some fucking deep diving because okay. I was like, why is Sentry just hanging out here? Lobo? Uh, Caitlin, can we get to that? Do you know who Lobo is? I've heard of Lobo. I just couldn't remember who he was. I, I've heard of him. Can't remember. It, 
if the nineties ate the nineties and then threw up, the reaction would be Lobo. Like he's just so nineties. I don't know if you'd like if you've ever heard of him. I think like that we saw him on the show Krypton. I ah. think he was on Krypton. But That's Lobo why. started out as a parody of Wolverine. Right. And then became a parody and Punisher, of Punisher, like all the edgy 90s yeah. comics. It was DC making fun of Marvel's edginess. But and it became the most popular character they that They forgot DC satire. Had. Right. Yeah. And he would call you a bastitch, Caitlin. A bastitch. That's his bad word. He calls Fragging everybody bastitch. Fragging ass bastitches. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was better than the Batwoman comic. Uh, it. It flowed better. The words didn't get in the way as much. Even these are also the Superman and Lois TV writers who wrote this. Oh, okay. you can tell. You can definitely tell. I didn't know that. I wish that the. I wish that they drew them more like the characters from the TV show. Yeah. Uh, See, I thought it was drawn too much like the TV show. I, oh, really? Yeah. I was like, this is the TV show on paper. Like, I, I, I thought. I was like, I thought this was going to be something different, but it seemed like the mm. TV show on paper to me. But. Uh, a story that I read a billion times, but I still enjoyed was my dad would be proud of the fact that I made the paper, but it's not the helicopter. It's the helicopter rescue. It's the fact that I wrote this story. Yeah. I thought that was cute. That's not bad. That's not and bad. That, that felt like such a good rebuttal to the Snyderverse, uh-huh. where Kevin Costner tells Henry Cavill, you shouldn't have saved anybody. Protect yourself over anybody else. And this feels like a big middle finger of this is who Superman is and this is who Papa Kent is. But I mean, come on, like the whole thing about this podcast and Superman and Lois is that uh, we like this show because it finds Superman and Clark Kent interesting. Mm -hmm. And Zack Snyder does not. He does not find him interesting. And this comic book that we read finds Superman and Clark Kent interesting. You know, like there are Mm -hmm. multiple sides of this person. Yes. And I think everybody, but the, the one that the back issue or uh, the backstory I did feel was the weakest was the origin story of John Henry's Kal El. Yeah, I um, I was confused, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it." And I was like, "Well, I guess I really didn't need this." Yeah, I didn't I read it. it. Was... I, I just, I just moved past the pages. Like I'm never <laughs> like once it looks like a bunch of words on a page, I'm not going to uh-huh. read it. I don't know what to tell you. Like. <laughs> I read books and I read comic books. I'm not doing anything in between. The whole the log of um, Natalie's, oh, Natalie's logs. log. Yeah, yeah, that really was a. I, oof, I read the first I read one. It. The second oh. one I skimmed hardcore. <laughs> I, I, the second I saw it, I just moved past the page as fast as possible. Even at my most into comics, when I did, I had no hobby but reading comics. I would get to those kinds of pages and be like, nope. Uh. <laughs> but. If it's a 400-page book about dragons, I'm there. But yeah, yeah, it's it's. I'm not here to read this comic to read fucking words. And also, the whole thing is that like uh, prose books all have like really nice type. You want me to read scribble on a legal pad that's in a comic book? I'm not yeah. fucking reading it. Come I just didn't. On. Oh, I'm well, pissed now. And did you? And I. This is from reading the. We only got like an image, and it, I do think the important part, quote unquote, important is the crossoverness of it. Of the villain who is going to connect all six of these issues was in uh, John Henry's Kal-El's origin story. It, there was like two panels of Magog. And I don't know that because I know Magog so well, I had to read it. But uh, that's oh, how Magog. this connects. <laughs> oh, Magog. Uh, and Magog is one of the villains from Kingdom Come. Uh, yes, yeah, the, with the horns, Ross. right? Like the yeah. horns and the spear. 
And I fucking love Kingdom Come, but I don't. We'll see. I guess he's a big fan of this. We'll see what happens there. And this will be Come Again? This will be Come Again. That is all the time we have for Earth Prime. It is time to get the F out of H. Caitlin. Yes. Can you please tell our lovely listeners some websites? You should go over to yourpopfilter.com and add a slash after that. Amazon, because that should be your bookmark. Anytime you go on Amazon and make any purchases, we'll get a little piece of that money when you go over there. So you should do that. You try to think of a euphemism and yep. couldn't. Nope. <laughs> uh, and another website you should go to is... Is patreon.com slash your pop filter. Go over there for little tidbits. There's fun little clips. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We appreciate everyone who can go over there to patreon.com slash your pop filter. It's cool stuff there. Buy one tidbit, buy two tidbits, three tidbits would be awesome. Buy three tids, four bits. That's 50 cents. Mm-hmm. We just need 50 cents. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. Ryan? <laughs> yeah. A day. Social media. <laughs> my goodness, Mike, what a complicated topic. And I will start by saying there's only there's very little good social media in the world right now. One of it is uh at your pop filter on Facebook. Uh and, no. by that, and by that I mean Twitter. And then the other one is at uh your pop filter on TikTok, and by that I mean Instagram. So Instagram and Twitter at your pop filter. That's where you get all the shiz. That makes you quiz mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. about why you're on social media. And the answer is because of these things. Caitlin, what kind of podcast should people be listening to? They should be listening to the coolest movie podcast, which is Movie of the Year, um, where you we are talking about 1991 right now. And uh, we're finishing that one up. So you should really check that out. See what is the best movie of 1991 and go through all the cool movies Um and another cool podcast is Don't forget your podcast, dude. Unnatural <laughs> Unnatural Twenties. It's where me, Cassie, who is not here right now, and uh books, all three of us talk about our twenties, how crazy it is to be in our twenties still, and uh all the fun things that we get up to as well as roll a fun big chunky dice. Chunk a chunk of dice. That is all the time we have this week. Next week, you will not want to miss it. We are covering the Naomi finale. That's right. Mike will finally watch an episode of Naomi and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Until then, for Ryan and Mike, for Kaylin and Mike, for Kaylin and Mike, enough said.